who's got anything to talk about? It's been a long time. Why has it been a long time, Caleb? I don't know. We got married. I was kind of oh, yeah. giving you the segue <laughs> to for that. Yeah, I forgot. The other day, I was I was saying something. I'm like, yeah, when we get married and have kids, and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> well, so are you starting on the second part of that? Uh... No, no, no. We got Zach now. <laughs> He's our kid. What do you What do you mean you have Zach now and he's your kid? Oh, yeah. Zach moved across the country and he lives with me now. So if you hear his voice in the background of my audio, I apologize because nobody needs to hear that twice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We're coming back with a new energy and it's like hands fucking flying. I told you, me and Zach are terrible roommates already. It's been a day and a half and I regret everything. <laughs> well, we'll talk to Dr. Brody because I, if you know one thing about me, I'm both a lawyer and a doctor of the mind so uh tell me about uh what's going on in your guys's life i mean he just eats so much pepperoni and i don't know what to do about it <laughs> where does where does it all go right yeah and, and the man drove across the country that's bear infested and slept in the woods and he had pepperoni in his car the whole time so <laughs> and i'm so happy for you saying that zach how does that make you feel i feel like i shouldn't be attacked for enjoying a little treat <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bears don't really care about whether you're, are you talking about his attack or like a possible bear attack? <laughs> I think he was talking about my attack. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That's a palpable thing. Uh, if, if that being said, if you guys are just here about pepperoni, I'm sure you guys could figure out your issues elsewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. I do cost $375 per hour. So I, w- I, w- I wake up this morning, like, and I'm like, all right, where's the coffee? Get some mm-hmm. coffee. Where's the cream? Get some cream. Mm-hmm. Where's the sugar? Yeah. Oh no. All they have is brown and powder. Now, how many how many tables did you flip before you fully cal- calmed down? Every single one. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's fucking bonkers. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So, I I think what I'm hearing here is Zach needs you to understand his wants and needs. Um <laughs> He needs his morning brown to have some sweetness in it. And then he can be my morning brown if he's sweet. Because his last name is Zach Brown. (laughs) Sorry. We are going to end up fucking, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Only time will tell. I've had it in the back of my head, but (laughs) I guess it's getting realer and realer. (laughs) I should have moved with you. What the fuck? The fan ships are blowing their loads right now. They're loving it. <laughs> Speaking about the fan ships, we have reached 6,000 listeners. Yeah, we did this in a previous episode. That's not factual. We have 6,000 listens. <laughs> yeah, but if we act like we have more listeners, it looks better. So should we just lie? Should we lie? Guys, we got lie? 1 million downloads today. It's pretty freaking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think that uh, that... That thing that we put on TikTok is just popping off. So I think it's really yeah. helping our revenue. Zach here. just standing with the camera pointed at his crotch, air jerking off really slowly. Mm-hmm. They really took off. Well, I think it was the, <laughs> the like rotations of the slight rotations of the wrist that really made it into a reality for me. Yeah, to anyway. show all the curves and knobs on there. Like yeah, it really defined it. Can I just say a strange amount of curves? Like a, some yeah, shocking like, curves. Uh, like a snake trying to make it through a thick bush. I got us the views. I did what I had to do. 
People are expecting for a part two. What do you expect to put out there? Probably use both hands this time. <laughs> <laughs> or since we live together now, I can. I can. Uh, like, you can what? The hand. You can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, this stuff is really cool with me, but like now that you're within arm's reach, like I'm kind of like taking a step back. <laughs> Welcome back to Anime Not Be For Everyone. It's been a minute, and we've missed you, and I hope you missed us, like, deeply. As long as you're not a grandmother, because there should be no relationship of This, this again, my I'm, God. I'm sorry, I'm dropping in there. I care about their safety. Brody, mm, yep. I hope you heard the last episode, and Stuart took your place for recording, like, the mm-hmm. intro and outro bits. Mm-hmm. And he definitely threw in something there about hating grandmas, so I, I think you're all right. I did, and it's not that I hate grandmas. I <laughs> care for them and want them to be safe. Right. Right. It's a safety concern. Yeah, so don't yeah. listen. Just shut it off <laughs> if you're a grandmother. I'm sorry. We're, we're back. We're back. And uh, even stronger than ever. More uh, powerful. Mm-hmm. We've got stamina for days. Vitality. We found the fountain of life and we've been sipping from it every day just to make sure that we've got the energy to keep going forever for you. That's fucking bonkers that you say that and I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> my, my name is Caleb Morton and I don't know if Brody said he likes anime, but I'm going to say I hate anime. I'm not even sure if I said my name. Oh, you didn't. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Brody Morton. Uh, I I am a uh, very big fan of anime. Uh, The one I'm bringing you today is a lot of fun. And I'm Caleb Morton. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I I jumped on and went first, but I didn't mean to. Well, it's okay. My name is Jalapeno Slim. Jalapeno Slim. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm spicy, but thin. (laughs) <laughs> really uh, yeah. there wasn't more to that character <laughs> yeah i was so yeah. excited by that character like Jal- jalapeno slim prostitution is easy in colombia for me <laughs> <laughs> that took it in a different direction carlos boycott is on the case <laughs> jalapeno <Boy> slim <laughs> he's been selling his body for months and i must prove it <laughs> <laughs> so i have to go deep deep undercover <laughs> emphasis on the deep (laughs) anyway (laughs) okay why is it crazy that i said fountain of first of all tell me about freaking paintball Mm -hmm. oh yeah me and zach went paintballing and a birthday party rolled up on us and they were like 13 (laughs) small little children and we were told we were gonna have the place to ourselves and then these kids show up i'm sorry that wasn't the intro what the fuck are you talking about? Know, no, right? it's not that exciting because they didn't end up playing with us and it oh. was sad. So was we had just, to just be on our own anyway. We weren't able to murk all these children. But, you know, I wish the story was more exciting. But I got shot real hard in the neck. <laughs> all right. I'm feeling it right now, guys. It's it's depriving me and I don't I don't feel well. Oh, no. Um, do a version where you did go against the kids. Go hog wild. Yeah, so these 13 kids came in, I shot them all in the eyes. 
And like <laughs> they were blind by the end of it, running around screaming, but they're not allowed to take their masks off. So I just stood above them in the sniper tower and shot them in the top of the heads. <laughs> <laughs> All 13, I had 50 bullets, used every single one of them wisely. And the three of my allies stood by and clapped and cheered. The wild and thing, <laughs> the wildest part of that story is the fact that you call paintballs bullets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was imagining it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry. No, oh, I was right. Oh, All right. <laughs> You're dead, you little shit. <laughs> I want the pizza party to myself later. <laughs> but Brody, there was a moment I got shot in the neck and I had to put up my hand. I had to put up my hand and say out. And then I slowly walked to cover. And then I, I fell to my knees and was like, ah, oh. <laughs> it hurts so bad. I'm just so much envisioning the Peter Griffin like, ah, oh. <sighs> It really felt like that. There was an emotional like release when I gasped, <laughs> like mm. like the uh, like it really hurt. Man. Yeah, but Zach fully wiped out to the point where his mask oh, yeah. popped off in straight up into the air. <laughs> so yeah, y'all know about those milestones. You kind of like when you're as you're getting older, you realize a thing, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I'm old." So I thought I could like crouch. <laughs> And, like, watch the field for a good, like, 20, 30, 40 seconds, right? And then, from a crouch, I wanted to go straight into a sprint. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and yeah. he's almost 30 years old for context. So, yeah, I got, like, uh, up about halfway from a crouch, tried to start sprinting. My legs are like, yeah, we're a little atrophied from the lack of blood from crouching. And I just kind of stumbled my ass into a <laughs> railing and destroyed my chest on the edge of it. And oh. as he was falling, I, I looked and the mask popped off his face and went straight into the air. Like, you know, those videos when people get hit by something and their shoes fly off. It was like cartoonishly <laughs> like that. It was wild. <laughs> so, I got a bloody knee, and the ref didn't give me a Band-Aid. So. No. <laughs> and you had to army crawl to your mask in a fear of getting shot yeah. in the face while it was not on you. <laughs> well, just in case, like, that's the that's the one thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, why is the Fountain of Youth crazy? Because this show strongly is about finding the elixir of life oh it's about the anime i forgot that we were talking about one of those today yeah well we could just <laughs> chit chat yeah let's just do a talk show this week and just talk, all right you know? and exit out of that yeah all close right. out your notes real quick and lean back uh, and have a good time <laughs> so, so how would you guys how are you guys doing just kidding brody what tell me about the show please <laughs> <laughs> All right, this show is called Hell's Paradise. It's a show that came out in the last year or so. Uh, and uh, I didn't even know about it, but then a guy from work was like, yo, dude, go check it out. I was <laughs> like, yo, dude, go check out this show. And uh, yeah, so I watched it and I was like, this show fucking slaps. <laughs> and then he was like, don't try to one up me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one did you recommend to him? Uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront. What the? Boy, we haven't it. talked about that yet with a name like that. Try saying that three times fast. Blood Blockade Battlefront. I nailed it. Dude. You said that one time. <laughs> well, I didn't want to risk it and looks foolish, okay? 
Yeah. Um, but today, that's not the show that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, tell me about Hell's Kitchen or whatever. That's back, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? Gordon Ramsay's back, and he's ready to slam on some chode, like hit some kids. What did you just say? <laughs> he said chodes, and then he changed it. No, he he changed says- it to kids after that, <laughs> which is bonkers. He's but really angry at those 13-year-olds. He's going to slam on some chodes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to complain about how bad they taste and then renovate a restaurant. That's Hell's Kitchen. Could oh, wait, you- no, that's Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> I'm wrong on every level today, guys. I told you this bullet to my neck. It's, got, <laughs> yeah. it's gotten to me, guys. I don't feel good. Anyway, sorry. That's a lot of paintball talk for today. Let's talk about Hell's Paradise. Is that... Did I get it right yeah. that time? Hell's Paradise, nice. yes. So the show's got assassins, samurais, giants, group-type characters, gender-changing godlike entities, titans, and the elixir of life. Nice. Gender-changing godlike entities. Like Ru- like RuPaul? No, <laughs> She is a godlike entity. She... He's a drag queen. She's, but she's a drag queen when she's in drag. Is that how it works? I think so. But I don't think your gender changes necessarily. Well, it does as your character, but you're playing a character who's gender swapped. So I thought it, dressing up in drag was the first step in your transition. I'm, I'm sure there's times when that is the case, but for the most part, like, like they're just especially dudes having a fucking stuff. fun time. It's dudes yeah, who are yeah. It's dudes who are often gay who just like to dress up and drag and and they put on a show and sing and they yeah. perform. It's a it's a weird ass costume party. Combo, <laughs> like, get out of here! It's for kicks, man. People get what, what get they do what they want. Different strokes for different blows. They, they do what they do and they want what they want. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird to you, but I love it, Zach. It's you're gonna see living with me now. I do it every weekend, and you're gonna okay. gonna be in on it. Okay, Caleb, you have too much of a beard for that to ever be a possibility. Let's go. I tuck it. I tuck <laughs> the beard. Tuck <laughs> the beard. <laughs> Ari. This show starts off with Gabi Maro, the hollow. Uh, he's one of the greatest assassins alive. He's performed unfathomable acts of murder. Gabi Maru? Yeah. That sounds awesome. I like that name where I'm already into it. We just call him Gabby. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I, there's a lot of different characters in this show. I'm probably oh. not going to call most of them by their names. You don't have so, to. It's, it's and all I good. hope there's hats. I hope there's hats galore and that you've written extensive notes. There's really not much for hats in this. I'm sorry. Dang dude. it. Um, there's, <laughs> there's a bandana at one point, and I'll, I'll give you all the details about that if you'd like. Fuck yeah. I'm glad you took notes. Uh, you're thinking ahead, bro, and I appreciate the hustle. <laughs> I got you. The hustle. I got you. Anyways, uh, he uh, was so good at his job that the chief gave him his daughter's hand in marriage. The chief of police? The chief of his village. Oh, yeah, what era? Like, what era are we looking at? Is this like- uh, Feudal Japan, I would say. Oh, okay. So old school. Yeah. You're the best assassin. <laughs> we could never catch you. He is my daughter. <laughs> His daughter was everything he wasn't. Uh, she was like super like bubbly and like, oh, give thanks. You got to take off your shoes when you come in the house, wash before bed and all that stuff. And he just like the dream used to just killing. <laughs> and uh just killing that's so different <laughs> yeah yeah his entire life has just been full of killing and learning how to kill wash your hands before you eat hun i want to murder <laughs> <laughs> he genuinely hated this so he decided to go to the chief and uh say hey i'm not wanting to 
stay married to your daughter. And the uh. chief, the chief turns around and turns him in to the um, shoguns of the area to execute him. Wow. Oh. Well, that's a way to get out of marriage, I guess. I get, you could have just fucking faked it for a bit. <laughs> left? Yeah, or just, just disappeared. Went for bro. some cigarettes, yeah. <laughs> so they try to behead this mofo, and the sword just, like, breaks in half as they're, like, chopping against his head. Oh. They try to light him on fire uh, at the stake, and he just withstands it with ease. They tie bulls to both of his legs and have them pull in different directions, hoping to split him in half. And both bulls just get tired out. Brody, different strokes for different folks, man. (laughs) I'm into that. You think this will split me? (laughs) It was an ancient technique they used back in the day to kill people. people. Well, Well, just straight up kill them. They would rip them in half from the bottom. That's true. I've seen those machines where you lay down on the table and they crank it and they do Mm. an extra crank every day. No, yeah. that's not a sex. Brody smiled like I was saying another sex thing. No, no, I know no, what you're talking real. about. I'm just, <laughs> oh, okay. I, it, that's for exercise. This one's for ripping your body apart. Well, if you do it enough on those machines, <laughs> it'll pull you apart. Yeah, Have there you, you seen go. that sex thing that's like the hollow metal bull, and then you get trapped inside, and someone lights a fire under it? <laughs> this is, <laughs> I think he's talking about another murder device from the 16th century. <laughs> okay. Man. And it would literally cook you alive inside of it. It would have been so cool to torture people back then. <laughs> like, exactly. you, we're in the wrong just, era, bro. Just coming up with new stuff all the time. I call this one the Iron Maiden. Yeah, <laughs> and we make it a box, and it's got spikes, and we close the box. That's pretty cool, right? They just scream for a bit. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, big heavy blade, false chops neck off. Pretty rad. <laughs> I give you the noose. I came up with a new knot, guys. <laughs> now watch carefully. <laughs> <laughs> you put it over your head like so, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then nobody ever used it again, because the only guy who knew how to tie it that way... <laughs> killed you didn't tell anyone? Well, he was in the middle of demonstrating, Brody. <laughs> for, for years, they like look at this knot and just like, why? Why won't it wrap up the way I want it to? <laughs> no. Anyways, he also... They try to boil him alive, and that doesn't work either. All the while, oh, during this process, he's like, why won't I just fucking die? Oh, he wants to die? Yeah, and it seems like he's just not dying. So during this process, there's this female samurai who's interviewing him, asking him why he does what he does. Why won't he just let them kill him? I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're tr- they're pulling out all the stops. They here. really are. <laughs> On the final day, the samurai fe- uh, female is given the okay to execute him. What's she gonna do different? She's a master. <laughs> she's a master swordsman. So the show begins, and it's like, oh, we're using all these techniques that would kill a normal person, and this man's not a normal person. Like, there's, there's, yeah. like, he's, he's Superman. Yeah, basically, he's got superpowers, right? So I don't know why they went through all that. I think it was just to show, like, this dude's strong. So <laughs> this girl has been trained for gen, like, her family's been swordsmen for generations, and like, she's very qualified for like killing extra strong types of people okay wait just because she's good at sword that makes her better than like bulls ripping somebody in half we're gonna we gonna find out that's <laughs> she's got killing intent or something i don't fucking know dude. it's, it's <laughs> and those bulls didn't know what they were doing they were <laughs> exactly just, they were like, just what, running what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> so she calls him out saying like i don't believe you about hating your wife I think that you absolutely adored her and like she was changing you for the better. 
And then we see a flashback of the reality of the situation. And he actually went to the chief and asked to like leave the assassin's life altogether and like just have a happy life with his daughter. And the chief's like, no go, dude. You got to <laughs> stay my assassin. Yeah. That's and, the, oh, okay. So, so, so well, he he, he, if, if I can't have you, then you're fucking dead. I like, I don't have a use for you basically. So why was he telling people that he didn't want to be with his wife anymore? Because he's a fake story by the chief. No, that's that's the story he was going with. Because he's Gabi Maru, the heartless. He's uh, unfeeling, killing assassin, like for his entire life. That's how people know him, and that's how he's it, leaning into his stereotype and his perceptions. Yeah, exactly. To save face, right? Deep guys. <laughs> As she's telling him this, they're fighting, and she's a very skilled swordswoman. Um, and uh, they're going in for like killing blows, and she pulls out a pamphlet. And it's like, yo. The Shogun's got a mission. And if you truly love your wife, you can get back to her. And, like, we can give you a pardon and you can live happily ever after with your wife. Uh, once hearing this, he's like, I am fucking down. Uh, they go off <laughs> and there's an episode where it shows, like, a bunch of, like, like 30-plus inmates who are all, like, strong and buff. And the Shogun's like, kill each other. Whoever's the strongest goes on this mission. Whoever, like isn't is dead anyways right and uh you're not allowed to unbind yourself so all these people are just like grabbing people's faces and like crushing their eyeballs and it's like super brutal nice 10 inmates are uh finished after that including the main dude and like a few other cool characters that we'll get into in a bit uh and they're all tasked with a samurai who's there to execute them if shit goes bad Okay. So it's like a Suicide Squad. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> this feels like Suicide Squad's plot, right? A bunch of people who are going to on death row anyway, so they use them because they got good killing abilities. It's very much Suicide Squad. Is there a crocodile man? <laughs> no, but there's someone called uh, a raccoon dog. Wait, really? That's his name or is he a raccoon dog? He gets called Raccoon Dog. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll get into it. Don't worry about All it. All right. Okay. 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 Um, so they're tasked to go to this holy land. Uh, think like Garden of Eden, untouched by humans with vast landscapes of trees and flowers and hills and mountains. All colorful and alive, brimming with life. Within this place the, is the elixir of life. Um, so the 10 death row convicts are sent there via boats, uh, being told the first pair to come back with the elixir of life will be pardoned from all previous crimes and be able to live normal lives. Oh, shoot. Now it's like Hunger Games. <laughs> it's got levels, dude. Yeah, dude. It's Suicide Squad <laughs> Hunger Games, and I'm here for it. The only clues they have left, or the only clues they have in general, are a picture of this small fruit with some, like, ridden stuff about, like, its color and whatnot. And then a uh, samurai's body covered in, like, flowers coming out of like his mouth and eyes and like weird parts of his body and he's that's what came back from the island before and that's why they're sending some more intense people out there so somebody went there and came back with flowers growing out of their body their body did i'm not sure if <laughs> oh, they did true. there's a tulip coming out of your tip <laughs> <laughs> don't you like it <laughs> There's a daisy in your derriere. <laughs> okay, I knew you. I saw you stare at the ground and think of more. <laughs> Shut up! Alliterations with 
with body holes and <laughs> and flowers. An orchid in my orifice. Yeah, I literally had orifices as where the flowers are coming out of, but it autocorrected as orphans, and I just didn't want to do that. <laughs> Man, he came back with so many flowered up Yeah, it, it, the, the line would have been brought back from the island. He had flowers growing out of him, out of a bunch of his orphans. <laughs> <laughs> this show does have layers, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> As soon as they get to the island, our main dude tries to remove his restraints because, like, they're on an unknown area. He wants to be fully capable. Oh, of. they're still like buckled. They're still handcuffed. Oh and yeah. Everything? Oh yeah. Oh, can't make it easy for him. Yeah, he <laughs> easily like takes them off, and his samurai chick is like, "Uh, you're gonna put those back on right now." And he's like, "I'm gonna be a lot more helpful with these off than with them on. Like, you're just kind of wasting our time here." And uh, she's like, "No, put them on." As he's doing that. A freaking like massive bowling ball connected to a chain comes and hits him in the face and he goes flying across the like area that they're at into a tree. And she's like, Well, he's dead. And he stands <laughs> up and like cracks his neck and starts walking towards the guy. The guy is some warrior monk who collects weapons, uh, which makes it a lot easier for Gabimaru to uh just fucking kill him with his own weapons. He likes to combine them with bowling balls. <laughs> well I, I it i think it was some sort of flail weapon but i don't know what the name of it is it was literally a giant black wrecking ball connected to a metal chain like the size that wrecks buildings because that'd be um a bigger th- like bigger than a human head i don't know not as big as oh that's red so we flash to around the island and there's a bunch of like the duos of samurais and the convicts like just killing each other like either the convicts deciding hey i want to just like leave now and just go start a life start sprinting (laughs) right and so there's a lot of conflict happening between them and like half of them just die right off the get-go in like a 30 second cutscene, just shows like a bunch of them killing each other and like terrible things happening to them so so they each were assigned a samurai yeah yeah. Why did this leader guy not just send the samurai? They seem capable enough. Um, reasons? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think when it comes down to it, the samurai are loyal to a point of like not even asking like why things are the way they yeah, are. He needs he needs those wild cards in so, there to solve yeah. this problem. Yeah, yeah, like disposable extra like manpower. What's the problem with that? If you're gonna send. 10 of your best samurai there why not have 10 also super powerful i mean the problem with that is that it seems the samurai are just killing all of them immediately yeah, there's a lot of oh it's not here, it's not but... all the samurai <laughs> killing them it's it's vice versa like oh uh, the convicts are killing the samurai too. these convicts are similar to gabimaru in the way that they're like super beings super basically oh, that's yeah. like that's why there was the episode where they're all just killing each other because like only 10 survived and they were all fucking shackled the entire time so they're going to get the, 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 the fountain of youth. The tree of life. The yep. elixir of life. The apple of Eden. Elixir of life. But they, there's monks and stuff here. Like, there's there's threats everywhere. I don't remember saying monks yet. Yeah, oh, the monk said- hit him in the head with a bowling oh, ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, <laughs> sorry. Just overhand toss as hard yeah. as you can do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's... Yes, 
He was one of the convicts, but yeah. Oh, okay. Brody, did you have a moment where you thought I've already watched this show? No, I was just uh, confused because I didn't think I, like, there are monk entities within the show, but, like, the warrior monk is nothing like those guys. Oh, okay. So he, right. Yeah, he quickly gets his ass handed to him. Gabi Maru uses a bunch of the weapons that this guy hoards and fucking kills him. Anyways, flash to another group. There's a tall Ronin and a small, like, blonde-haired boy who's the samurai looking after him. They're walking through the field and there's like a bunch of butterflies and it looks really pretty. This butterfly lands on the Ronin's hand, flies off, and the Ronin looks down at his hand and there's like this like bite mark. And he quickly just cuts off his fucking hand, his own hand. He just cuts it off. Oh, shit. And uh, it like withers away. And then like his hand that's been cut off kind of like withers away. And then you look at like the butterflies faces and all the butterflies have like these weird like clay almost humanoid faces on them. (laughs) Was that a butterfly? I have a dairy allergy. (laughs) (laughs) Because butter. Oh, okay. That's quite funny. That's quite funny. (laughs) you know it's funny when you have to explain it and then afterwards the person who's supposed to laugh says that's quite funny well i just feel (laughs) i I just feel stupid for not getting in the first place (laughs) it was quite all right yeah so he's handless now he's bleeding out he's got one hand uh and they notice that, you know, this forest isn't what they first thought. It was supposed to be like a paradise. And there's like these very strange statues everywhere that are like are Buddhist and other cultures. And then standing in like the trees, like massive monsters show up and they all have like weird, like this one has like palms, like full arms just coming out of the fucking eye holes and stuff. And is walking oh. around with a metal thing through its fucking neck. Does he have regular arms too? He does have regular arms, Whoa. too. They're the size of his giant body, whereas these ones are just... Little eye arms. Little yeah. Well, little eye arms when they're three stories tall, so they're still probably bigger than human arms. Oh, Whoa. he's a big boy. Okay. Yeah, okay. and like there's a bunch of those that just start showing up, and they're like, well, we're not in paradise. And like, this seems like hell, which... Hell's Paradise. Uh, oh, that's the name of the show. <laughs> they did it. I love it when they do that. You know? <laughs> How do they deal with those? Is it like a Jurassic Park thing? Yeah, they're running away from these giant dudes? Yeah. or Is it like a they... T-Rex where they can't see you very well? Imagine if the T-Rex <laughs> had a bunch of like super-powered samurai and like assassins and just killers. Uh, that would be a fucking sick movie. I mean, yeah, Jurassic Park, but this time they bring like, Suicide Squad in. Jason Statham from the Meg. Yeah. <gasps> oh, dude, <laughs> that's who we need. <laughs> Good they choice, my guy. Where like you know, there's John Wick, Jason Statham from freaking the driving the transporter. Transporter, Jason Statham. Thank you. What about Jason Statham from the one where Liam Neeson? Okay, you're not having fun with this. You're just trying. That's, that's called Crank, and actually, yeah, that one would probably yeah, work get, too. Get Crank, Jason Statham. Come yeah. on, guys. I like yeah. Crank too. <laughs> yeah, get these guys. Jason Momoa from uh, Stargate Atlantis, and uh, you know that was a deep cut. But throw them all into we an island. We can also get Jason Bateman from Horrible Bosses. <laughs> <laughs> we can get Jason Mraz. <laughs> Why all the Jasons? Zach, Zach's just into the Jasons. He wants Bateman in here. Jason Derulo. Oh shit. Jason Derulo. He's gonna say his name so loud the T Rex is gonna die. Yeah. 
or he can be the first distraction. I mean, yeah. <laughs> as he's be, it's the porta potty scene. But as he's being eaten in the air, he's just like Jason, Deru-, and then he gets cut off. <laughs> wow, no one cuts off Derulo. No, you can't. Savage love, baby. Savage love. But it flashes over after Jason Derulo gets eaten, and DJ Khaled is there, and he's like DJ, and then he can't do it. And that's sad because that man loves to say his name too. DJ Khaled. <laughs> Out of respect. He's yeah. like, and then do it. He, he got ludicrous and he's just like, Luda, Luda. Oh, shoot. Now we're onto a different show where we just get a bunch of people who love to say their own names <laughs> and listening to the conversations betwixt them. <laughs> Pikachu shows up. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> All right, Brody, this has been the longest tangent that has existed. I don't know. It seems like you guys want a tangent. I really liked the idea of an island filled with people who say their own name. That's wild. And and (laughs) (laughs) T-Rexes. Back to our main duo. They get joined by a group of two ninja. Two! Just two. Is this another purple guy from My Hero situation where you just don't want to talk about him? Well, like... There's a third person that joins them, but his only purpose in it is to tell the main uh, samurai chick that she's useless and not a man, so can't handle this, and that she's just going to die out here, so she could, should go <gasps> home. And he ends Brody, up. You almost just, left out Combo Clancy, <laughs> right? Uh, and he ends up. He's in this show. <laughs> he ends up dying anyways. He's in like an episode and a half, so he didn't seem important. Anyways, okay. At least I didn't get killed by a girl. <laughs> <laughs> One is a ninja girl, uh, and the other is a bookworm who she always calls raccoon dog because his an- <gasps> the animation style makes him very much look like he could be either a raccoon or a dog. But he's not a human? He is human. He's full on human. I haven't mentioned anyone who's not human. Basically bullying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she's very mean to him. Um, <laughs> <What> up, raccoon dog? <laughs> they are in hell, so it doesn't matter. You can That's bully true. in hell. It's the one place it's okay. <laughs> Okay, this group uh, gets confronted by those giant titans and monsters and stuff, and they all go and fucking take them out, and, you know, their teamwork is all right, except the ninja girl is kind of lazy, and that comes into play quite often in this show. Now to yet another group on the island, a guy with a scarred-up face and a long-haired samurai. Um, Turns out they're both brothers. The long-haired brother has always, like, gone out of his way to help his other brother out of really tricky situations the other brother i'm just gonna call bakugo from my hero academia because that's who he is is that the fire punch guys yeah Yeah. he doesn't have explosive powers but he's just like i want to destroy because reasons my home life's not the best (laughs) (laughs) no they're they're fighting these titan things too because everyone seems to be interacting with them around the same time and he's getting nowhere with them and then decides to start using their own weapons against them and he's fucking them up but he's doing this thing where he also like consumes them like drinks their blood and eats them because he's hungry hardcore yeah (laughs) as they make their way through the island they stumble upon two women just straight up fucking uh they're on the top of a statue and they're having a good time yeah they're fucking like like how (laughs) <laughs> can you send me a link to the scene in the, the time <laughs> can i get a position <laughs> as as the the blonde one out of the two stands up uh the dudes are gawking at him and uh he just starts turning from uh, a woman 
to a man. <gasps> Thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> Back to our main group. They're traveling through the forest. Well, that was just a cliffhanger you were leaving us on? Yeah. As our main group is traveling through the forest, they stumble uh, upon this little girl who's been following them for a bit. They could tell that she was following them. Um, they try running after her, and straight-up Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy starts fighting with them. He's a wooden man with, like, limbs that look like Groot, face that looks like Groot, except he doesn't just say, I am Groot. He says actual English. Oh, shoot. Groot was one of the people we had to put on the island, Brody. <laughs> True! Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Shoot. I feel like we could just put Vin Diesel. He, Vin Diesel will probably like saying his name, too. Vin. they quickly realize the Groot is the little girl's protector and they decide to ally with them the two newcomers take them to their house and feed and clothe them let them rest uh and the village that they go to looks uninhabited broken down as if no one had been there for millennia here Groot tells them all about the tensin godlike entities that live on the island that have the ability to change form at will and are next to a mortal they run the show here doing experiments on the humans. Uh, any of them that get near enough to the center of the island are just tortured and who knows what happens to them. As he's talking about them, we see a flashback to the Chu brothers. Bakugo slices the tents in almost in half. Bakugo being the blonde brother with the scars all on his face. Who really wants to destroy, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he slices... The tents in like basically in half and roots start growing from like the portion of the body that was cut off and like reforming into human body parts. He laughs it off as if it was literally a flesh wound. Mm, Monty Python. He then raises his hand, the blonde one being the Tenson, the godlike creatures that can change their forms, and yeah. shatters the blade within his grasp. And the dude's like, oh fuck. We see a quick scene change to their bodies being thrown into a giant pit of like flowers and we just think oh fuck those boys be dead baku go no i guess he baku went like baku go so it's about time we talk with the last major grouping of characters we have another okay. blonde samurai wearing a red bandana that goes around his head. Oh, shoot. Does it have anything else on it, or is it straight red? It is straight red. <sighs> Looks like he used it to protect sweat from getting into his eyes, maybe. Did it work? Yeah, you never <laughs> see him being like, oh, fuck sweat, so I guess. <laughs> Sweet. That's important to me. I gotta yeah. know that Does it's it useful. <laughs> yeah. He has a very positive outlook on life. Even though he's been enlisted into the bloods. <laughs> They do wear red bandanas. They do. So. He's upbeat, and he uh, and he's more than welcome to admit his shortcomings. Uh, he's with a small boy who seems to have been uh, not meant to be here. Uh, there's a backstory about like misunderstandings and people dying, and then this boy being thrown into custody. Uh, the two of them are uh, the only ones trying to find a way off the island. They take a boat to see uh, to see how far out they can get, and there's this massive ship graveyard surrounding the island like every inch of it it looks like people have been trying to leave this island for a long ass time and they just crash well somehow they get there without seeing any of these boats and then on their exit route they're everywhere oh god can i call it right now sure they're in a truman show (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> or in a Hunger Games where they're all watching in and everybody's rooting. Yeah. Oh, Hunger Games Truman Show. <laughs> Hunger Games Truman Show. And what was the other thing we said? Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Perfect combination. What a mashup. <laughs> and I should. I'll just say this now: the freaking one ninja girl has this like weird saliva sweat power where she's basically Spider Man. So from a saliva sweat power, that seems significant. Yeah, I thought that was going to go somewhere a lot better. Oh, I was about to say that sounds less appealing. And Zach thought it was very exciting. (laughs) Sweat saliva power, baby. (laughs) Once realizing there's no way out, they head back to the island, hoping that there will be some sort of rescue. (laughs) Yeah, right. As, As they're heading there, he realizes the small boy that's traveling with him is not actually a small boy, but a small girl. And he's oh. like, oh, shit, you definitely shouldn't be here. And she jokingly, like, messes with him saying, oh, like, I'm going to marry you. And he, like, gets all <laughs> flustered and stuff. And uh, it's it's a weird relationship. <laughs> you just want to keep me safe. You remind me of my dad. <laughs> yeah, this guy's trying to actually protect her. Yeah, he's, he's actually looking out for her and wants her best interest, where everyone else is just, like, trying to get that elixir or killing everyone in sight. Right. As they reach the beach, there's a figure standing on it with orange hair. A woman who quickly becomes a man. <gasps> it's a god thing. Yeah. As they run away, the thing cuts them off and easily flicks the dude in the chest, knocking him out instantly. The thing starts to get closer and Bandana Boy jumps back to his feet <laughs> with an incredible speed, slicing the thing horizontally through the head via the eyes. So just like... Ugh. Yeah, like that's a death shot for most people. And he's like, and it slowly, the skull slips off the top. No, the skull has roots come out of it and slowly put it back together. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty gross. So they they see this and they just start fucking running to the forest. As they get further and further away, they feel a bit more safe when the thing shows up again. It's limbs trailing behind it via vines. It's really gross looking. It's slowly coming back together when a sword gets thrown from off screen. It's Badana's boy's blind master who is sent here to the (laughs) island as well. He's got like fucking (laughs) slits on his eyes. He can't see shit. But at the same time, he can see everything. Fucking Daredevil. Daredevil. Mm. Or Kanan from Star Wars Rebels. No. We can only have so many nerdums in the show. (laughs) <laughs> Star Wars Rebels is not going to be one of them. I'm sorry. I'm adding it. <laughs> I do the editing. I edit so it's in our fandoms now. The three of them get away safely and all is well. They chat and we learn about the backstory of both the bandana boy and his master. Essentially, uh, his master had a pupil who died and then vowed to never train someone again. But then Is that why he's... Wait, Brody. Is that why he's blind? Because he had a pupil who died? <laughs> We did it. We did it. <laughs> we have to give one every episode, people, but here it is. It's Caleb Morton. Take a bow. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my neck still hurts. I just realized that <laughs> when I bowed. <laughs> All right. He had a pupil die in his past. Yeah. And now he's taken on this kid and like they're relationship is even better than his last one and he's really proud of the kid anyways by the end of the episode bandana boy is dead (sighs) caleb i'm so excited to think of what you've prepared for like a two month long hiatus for game like it's probably gonna pop freaking off i didn't prep a game Surprise, mofos. <laughs> Zach, are you doing a game? 
I'm going to try a game today. You're going to try a game, eh? I'm I'm taking a spin on our our bad D&D, but I'm going to give you guys a lot more freedom. Oh, (laughs) awesome. So Wait, wait, Zach, Zach, (laughs) you have to say it's a classic. Oh, okay, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) The disappointed, like, nostril exhale. I don't know if I like that. Is it going to be a classic? I need it, Zach. Is it going to be? Some might say. (laughs) Some might say what? That it's adorned in nostalgia. Zach, I love playing games that are adorned in nostalgia. Thank you. you. This excites me. Let's get fucking into it. Don't let Caleb bully and get you just because you live in his house now. Don't do that. My favorite thing is when I take a a new game that I have and I look at the cover and one of the reviews just says adorned in nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Zach, is it going to be a classic? Yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic. Yay, I love classics. Yappy? You happy? I'm happy. (laughs) I'm choosing to give you more positive energy than I give Caleb when he says it. And I hate that. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, All right, Zach, bad D&D? Bad D&D. Okay. We need a jingle for these games at this point. Bad D and D. Now just put like a little piano behind that. Bad D and D. Bad D and D. Guys, game time. Okay. <laughs> so to start off, you're each gonna give me one of those silly D and D races that you'd like to play as. Okay. Oh, we're doing real fantasy D and D this week, huh? Yep. It's based in a realm of fantasy. Could Ooh. I be a goblin, sir? Yep. Sweet. And Caleb, a dwarf. Wow. You guys are just <laughs> two shoot short right. dudes sitting in a hot tub five feet apart. Because we're not straight. I mean, what? <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Okay. 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 What all can we come up with these characters on our own? Or do you have some? I just like stuff? a name for each of you. <laughs> Grizzle. Grizzle. Oh, Perfect. I was going to be Gordo, which uh, together seems pretty cool. Grizzle and Gordo. Perfect. Yeah. Which is even funnier because guess what, guys? You are at a house party right after medieval prom. It's hosted by your boy, Gregory. Oh, shoot. Gregory, Grizzle, and Gordo. <laughs> Back at it again. Um, can can we get uh, a, like a minute or two to try to find our characters' voices? If you really must. <laughs> Gordo. I, I'm Grizzle. I feel Perfect. like this is a great grizzle voice. And I'm gonna bust. <laughs> oh, he busts so hard. <laughs> it's uh, real uh, messy. You wanna commit? That's right, Gordo. I'm a grizzle. <laughs> You're committing, Batman? You're just- yeah, I. The, when I actually started speaking full sentences, it was very Batman. <laughs> I'm sticking with it, though. Okay, so you guys and Gregor are sitting around the table, and you're waiting for the guests to arrive. And... Yeah. Gregory pulls out this really creepy looking scroll and he says, guys, enough is enough. We're getting laid tonight. All right. Who's in? Who's with me? Well, golly, you know me. Uh, I'm always fucking in for it, dude. Let's get our dicks wet. (laughs) I didn't expect the language from Grizzle. (laughs) I'm a goblin, dude. This language is nothing. That's what I'm talking. Gordo, you in? I'm in. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Gregory takes out a knife, fucking slices it across his palm. And let some blood drip onto the paper. And then he hands the knife to you, Gristle. He's like, we're doing a blood pact, all right? We all, all right. get laid tonight. Or we all die? Right. Like, is this um, guy threatening our life? 
<laughs> so this is something when it comes to blood packs I never understand. People cut the palms of their hands. I'm just going to grab the knife and poke the tip of my finger. <laughs> like, blood. like a diabetes test. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just going to do this because I'm not a fucking psychopath, Gregory. <laughs> Gregory's sitting aside from you, like, rocking back and forth, holding his hand. Like, Why did I yeah. cut it in the worst possible spot? <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> Gordo, come on, man. I'm going to cut my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get deep on my my stubby dwarf leg, and I'm gonna cut right above my. You're going deep? That's uh. (laughs) (laughs) You got one leg up on the table. (laughs) How you doing? He's Captain Morganing it. Yeah, he slices his leg. All right, all right. So Gregory sees the scroll, notices it's glowing ever so faintly, and he rolls it up and puts it in his shirt. He's like, "All right." With that, now we just gotta wait for the babes to show up. <laughs> Let's do this thing. I'm not scared at all to see boobs and vaginas. Just then, there's a knock on the door. But, 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 but. And we all start gagging a little bit for a second. <laughs> wow, Batman, you're you're nervous about this stuff too. I don't feel so bad. I, I told you I'm not bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying is I'm not Batman. I'm not that bad, man. <laughs> Come here, junkler. <laughs> I'm not Batman. <laughs> oh, Gordo, you gotta cool it with that Batman shit when the girls get here. Okay? <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't ask for my parents to die and me to be a billionaire. There's a reason my catchphrase is I'm not Batman. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the door. All right. <laughs> Sorry. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Greg. So, so, sorry, Gregory. Who's at the door? <laughs> Whoa! Gregory opens the door, and who's there but two super smoking hot ladies? Oh, wow. humans are they ready? For <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, what race are they? <laughs> well, one looks to be a a, a half elf. You know, she's nice and tall, got those volleyball legs. And the other (laughs) one is actually a half-dwarf, half-goblin. Wow. I've got to say, that half-elf is uh, looking pretty slick. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the four-foot height difference. (laughs) (laughs) I walk up to the half-elf. Doing like my, like, fucking, like, pimpy-ass walk. Just, like, fucking dragging (laughs) the leg and just, like... What's up? What's up? Hey, girl, how you do? In <laughs> not bad, shrimp. <laughs> you got drinks in here? What? <laughs> yeah, we got shrimps. But I'll tell you one thing: that's not a shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> he said you have drinks. <laughs> I just heard shrimp. I can't get over it. <laughs> yeah, we got drinks, cocktails. Yeah, we got with shrimps. shrimps. <laughs> That was the hardest thing you've ever made me laugh on this show, Brody. <laughs> you know what? You're pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what all the ladies say. You know, I'm Grizzle. How you doing? <laughs> Caleb, you want to shoot a shot here? I'm going to go up to the half orc, half goblin. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you? Oh, shoot. <laughs> we all sound the same. <laughs> Do I have to roll for seductiveness, Zach? You gotta make us roll. It's bad D&D. Roll for if you sound too much like her grandpa. (laughs) 
Oh, shoot. We all sound pretty similar, though, by the tone <laughs> of her voice. So, uh, I got an 11. What does that mean? Uh, you kind of remind her of him, but you're cuter, so. <laughs> oh, shit. Someone else is coming up the driveway. Oh, oh fuck. It's Chad. <laughs> so Chad pushes his way past the women. And he's like, where's the fucking booze? Yo, what up, Gregory? You stupid fuck. <laughs> Yo, is this motherfucker asking for shrimp too? They're in the freezer. <laughs> I don't know why everyone cares. So Gregory says, oh, okay, Chad, the beer's over there. Uh, just a sec, guys. I need to go outside and check something. And when Gregory tries to exit the front door... It's almost as if a mystical, magical barrier is stopping him from leaving the house. Uh, He's like, guys, guys, what's, what's going on? What is this? It's the pact. It, we said we couldn't leave the house until we got laid. What? Oh my god, I didn't read the fine print. You're right, Gordo. <laughs> As not Batman, I always read the fine print. Can, can, can I just say, this doesn't sound bad, guys. This sounds like a chance. <laughs> For all of us to do something amazing. Huh. I'm getting nervous, man. That elf chick's really hot. <laughs> are, are they trapped in here with us? Or are we trapped in there? <laughs> are we trapped in here with them? I think you've had too many shrimp. Oh yeah, these shrimps make me tipsy, dude. Let's get laid, guys. <laughs> Let's crank up the Beyonce, <laughs> the fantasy Beyonce. <laughs> okay, we need we need music, right? Do we have music? Uh, yeah, I've got a record of underground dwarf metal we can play. <laughs> and by metal, you mean they're just dwarves hitting a bunch of metal, and it's recorded underground. So, <laughs> Ooh, <dang> it. <laughs> I'm into it. All right, this this place is bumping. Hey, who wants to dance? Jeremy, are these the only people coming to your party? I think more are coming. I think okay. more are coming. They they told me they would on Fantasy Facebook. <laughs> I was going to say face scroll. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's better than fantasy Facebook. All right, I'm going to roll for dance. And little, little, uh, what did I call myself? Gregor? Gordo. Gordo? I like Gordo. Yeah, he, he's going to, like, Not shift his, his ankles. He's going to do, like, a shuffle. That's what he's going to attempt to do, and it's going to be pretty rad, okay? Okay. Roll for dance. I got a, a four. Okay. <laughs> but you get a plus 18 because your daddy was in Backstreet Boys. Yeah, the Dwarf Street Boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, and he taught me ever since he was young, so even though this is my bad dancing, it's still ten times better than anyone else's <laughs> dancing, you know? Okay, I'll give it to you. So, um, yeah, the two, <laughs> the two girls are definitely feeling your vibe. And you, like, know this song really well, too, so you're just giving her. I am know? a dwarf, and this is underground dwarf metal, so mm -hmm. I'm totally into it. Okay, how about, how about you, Grizzle? Uh, Are you still I'm, eating shrimp in the corner? I, I have not touched the shrimp. They're still in the freezer. I just want to make that clear. If people need the shrimp outside of the freezer, let me know. I don't know why it's my job whatsoever. I am uh, currently uh, doing chin-ups in the closet uh, with one arm, uh, impressing both Chad and the lovely half-elf. Oh. Nice. Uh, can you roll for one-armed strength? Sure. You have a dice? Or no, I'm, I'm just assuming you're rolling for all of us. Okay, I'll roll. It's an 11. And it's also it's it's also the arm that I have to fend off my father with when he uh, tries to beat me. Plus 20. <laughs> <laughs> so Chad's like, 
basically like inching to go next because he's like, I, I could do more than Wait you, your turn, broski. Mm-hmm. I can do this yeah. for days. But <laughs> yeah, the half elf is getting visibly horny. Her knees are starting to rub together. She's hey, like, hey, <laughs> lady, <laughs> relax a bit, all right? Take, I'm taking my time. We can take ours. She's biting that lower lip. She, fuck yes. <laughs> Then another knock on the door. <gasps> dun, dun. This time, when Gregory opens it up, it's a giant full orc babe named Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> she basically like she has to duck under the door frame to get in. She's like, oh. so this is where the party's at. <laughs> <laughs> is she a caveman? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. My character, Gregory, is actually vibing with this one, actually, a little bit. (laughs) Zach, I just want to say that I love the fact that you wrote a character in who's kind of a wimp and also a woman giant character to dominate your own self. So this is like a weird (laughs) fantasy that you're living out through a podcast. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you calling Zach a wimp? Well... Maybe I like to be the sub sometimes. <laughs> I would say he's closer to Gregory than he is to this orc giant woman. <laughs> so, 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 I guess Gregory's gonna start chatting up that chick. Chad, unfortunately, is doing a lot of one-armed pull-ups in the closet now. Um, I'm curious as to how he got me the fuck off the... I, I was still going hard. Roll for Zach and roll for me. He rolled a okay. nat 20 and... Literally. You don't have a dice. I don't believe that shit. Oh, I literally rolled a nat 20 for Chad. I'm not joking, Brody. That Sorry. was crazy. Now Sorry, for Brody's bro. pull-ups. An 18. It was a close contest, but <laughs> nat 20 is going to beat you. So Chad's going to take your place on the bar. Except bike. I've spent years being beat down by being a little kid. I've, I've literally, after nights at school, or after school, I go out and I just punch fucking bags. I punch steel houses. Because that's a thing here. How is this made of steel? Yeah. What's your house made of? Yeah, you're tough as bricks. So I think nice. that okay. adds something to my 18. <laughs> yeah, but Chad got a nat 20, so you can't beat that anyway, Brody. So while Chad and Grizzle are fighting over who gets to do the pull-ups next, you actually see Gregory and the big orc chick go into a bedroom. Oh, Whoa. man. He's totally gonna score. <laughs> I like how you really leaned into your mic for that line. <laughs> uh, now that Chad's kicked me out of the, the closet where I was doing the pull-ups, I just close the door to the closet and lock it. Look <laughs> over to the elf girl and say, Finally, he's out of the way. I uh, saw a room in the basement that had a lot of space for activities. <laughs> oh, wow. That was pretty badass, just locking the door like that. You don't think he's going to, like, break out later and it's going to be, like, a fight scenario? <laughs> All I see right now is you and me, baby. Oh, shit. And her knees start to rub again. <laughs> okay, Zach, why in the world is this your image of when women get turned on, their knees rub together? It's not all of them. Are they crickets? What do you do? <laughs> Alright, so you two are going to start walking downstairs, eh, Grizzle? Yeah. Wait, is she following? Oh, yeah. Not only was he super fucking strong, he was, like, crazy confident. <laughs> As you as you're walking away, you can hear Chad start to pound on the door. What the what the fuck, man? Hey, hey! And I look at the girl and said, "Chad, always stuck in the closet." Uh. <laughs> this is before the year 2000, so that's funny to me. <laughs>
And then you look over at the dance floor and Grago. What was his name? Gordo. Gordo. Is the name you? <laughs> I made it up, but I forget. But he is doing the worm, but his body is so small that the worm just looks like a plank going back and forth on the ground. <laughs> but it looks pretty like a seesaw, but it nice. looks pretty epic. And wouldn't you know it, the half dwarf, half goblin starts doing it with you. Whoa. Almost synchronized. Yeah. <laughs> and I say, look at how stiff we are together. I love it. <laughs> unfortunately, though, this this uh, half dwarf, half goblin was so excited, unfortunately, that she bumped into the coffee table and the candelabra that was sitting on there fell over. It sets the drapes on fire and within 10 seconds, there is a wall of flames in the living room and it is catching. Me not knowing this, I, uh, at the bottom of the staircase, cast my illusion by the door uh so chad can't uh you know he doesn't even know there's a door there that's your first thought he doesn't know there's a fire he's walking also, down the basement I, stairs. I can't get out of this house until i get laid so even if it's on fire i have priorities that i need to do <laughs> but the problem is i can't do what you're doing brody and ignore it because i'm in the room with the fire <laughs> i guess uh grizzle doesn't see this but gregory comes out of his bedroom and he's got no shirt on and he's sweaty as hell. And he's like, guys, I did it! <laughs> and he then notices the fire. Holy fuck! <laughs> and he sprints headlong for the gap, the, the door, the door frame to outside and careens off the magical barrier. We all need to get laid. <laughs> oh no! But it's on fire. <laughs> the the orc woman comes out as well, buttoning up her trousers, sees the fire, and immediately dips outside. But she can leave. Okay, all right. We're seeing the bounds. Oh fuck, guys! Are you still virgins? <laughs> I'm panicking and rubbing to this, running to the sink and taking a single cup of water and running back to the fire and throwing it on effortlessly. Flash to the basement. I'm taking off my shirt saying. I don't know about you, but I feel like it's getting hot in here. It's funny you should say that. It actually is. Then I take it off, baby. Oh, fuck. Uh, and then uh, we do the deed. Roll for deed making. Roll for deed making, please. Wait, are, is she consenting to the roll for deed making? I gotta make yes, sure. But you'll need to beat a 16 or else you're not gonna be able to get it up. Oh, no. <laughs> This is an erectile dysfunction rule? Yes. Shoot. What if he's got Cialis? What plus is that? <laughs> Did you bring Cialis? Um, no, but I feel like the, the guy, the dad who owns the building probably has some and probably hides it somewhere in the basement. I'm going to detect magic. Oh, I see Alex magic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Your detect magic roll is a 12. Does he, does he find it? Uh, yeah. 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 I look at her and I say, ironically, this th makes things not harder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You are funny. <laughs> and now you got a roll for erection, but see, Alice just gives you a plus, right? Yeah. You get a plus 10. So. Oh, he got a nat 20, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can I describe it? Yeah, do it. Number the veins, bro. <laughs> he drops trow. And like in Goldeneye, it's it's a baby's arm holding an apple. That's gold member? That's what I meant. I'm like, there was no sex in the video game. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's a tripod situation. Okay, you're successfully banging. 
Caleb, you are in a mess upstairs. Gregory is panicking. He's is he still, helping me with the cups? He is running back and forth. You're doing like a fireman thing where yeah. you're meeting in the middle. <laughs> what about the half-orc, half girl? She's still there. She wants to see how this goes because she is very attracted to you. But at the same time, this fire is spreading. Oh, as I'm running back and forth between the throwing cups on it, I'm also like doing some moves with my arms. Just to, like, show <laughs> Playing off it off my, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is still rad, right? <laughs> like, you just giving her some winks as I run by. She's vibing <laughs> with you. All right. Nice. So I think the problem I'm having now is for the next, like, probably 30 to 50 oh, minutes, I, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Brody, you're a high school student losing his virginity with Cialis. I think you're done in 12 seconds. And <laughs> it counts. The, for the magic, it counts. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we come upstairs then. <laughs> and we're like, holy the elf girl screams and runs out the door. Bye. Wait, so this girl is waiting in the fire because she's attracted to me enough? I'm giving you a chance here, bud. I don't know what to do. I'm panicking. I don't know how to get around a fire to right. get laid. I walk, o- I walk over to this woman and say, see my friend Gregory there? Watch him try to leave. And then Gregory tries to leave. He can't. I'm going to be it's honest with wall. you. It's a wall. I'm going to be honest with wall. you. We did a sex pack. Grizzle. I'm sorry. I don't want to die in here. And if this man doesn't get, you know, the, be- the- he needs to get late. You you could have just normal wingmanned me, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry, guy. There's no time for this. The little half work, half goblin looks you all in the face, deadpan. She snorts and she walks out the front door. No. <laughs> <laughs> What are you just gonna jerk me off? <laughs> Please. I, I don't think that's losing your virginity, bud. I don't want to die. I just had sex, man. Listen, it just says virginity, right? It just says virginity, right? Yeah. I mean, like maybe, like, I, maybe we do something. <laughs> I think what he is proposing is you fuck him in the butt. Hey, that's no. I, I, I did my job. I'm not doing that i don't know but i'm just saying i feel like for him for it to be truly his first time he needs to get the full experience if you know what i'm saying well i don't see you offering your butthole <laughs> hey it's not my house dude all right who's got the lube <laughs> let me think about this let me think about fire this. is raging i'm about to put a counter okay <laughs> gregory present that butt <laughs> Come on, man. I, I pull out my fantasy cell phone and start okay. frantically texting. You think there's a fix to this? Where's the where's the fantasy KY jelly? <laughs> All I have is fantasy olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Guys, if we can hold out five minutes. We're not going to be alive in five minutes. Gregory's like on his knees with his pants down <laughs> to his ankles. And Brody's character, Grizzle's just like, guys, five more minutes. And we're like, and we're like prepping. Oh, no. Oh, well. Um, just don't go inside, okay? We're never going to be able to look at each other's eyes ever again. Does just the tip count for the pact? We can see. Grizzle, go stand next to the door, okay? I'm gonna roll for just the tip, and the higher the number, the more go that's going in, okay? <laughs> so if I get a one, that's perfect. Okay. If I get a twenty, uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I got a two. So we're good. We're good. Oh, All thank right. God. Okay. <laughs> uh, 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 
<laughs> Brody's face is so disgusted as we're like role playing having sex with each other. <laughs> Grizzle, can you go? Can you leave? Can you go out the door? I put my hands and I, I push through. It goes through. And I jump up and I sprint out the door. Oh, why'd you pull out so fast? <laughs> it was only a two. <laughs> I walk outside and go, what a great night, guys. I'm glad we're, we're doing all right. And then I I, I guess I, I trip out after you, not able to pull my pants up fast enough and kind of like. And the camera pans away and all you hear is the screams of Chad. <laughs> we love Chad. <laughs> I guess it was a bad night for everyone. And then we all shrug and look at the camera. <laughs> Don't you forget forget about me. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, guys. We gotta do an ad. Yeah. Oh, no. It's gotta be something to do with an island. I was thinking we could do more, like, Elixir of Life stuff. Elixir? Oh, yeah. Elixir of Life. Like, you put it on a... Like a brown banana when it's good to go. Well, I, I think it's it's like <laughs> presented as, hey, do you want to get better at things? Take more time. Have yeah, have forever. Yeah. Do you want YOLO to mean more? <laughs> <laughs> do you want YOLO to not mean anything to you? <laughs> you only live forever. Yolf. Yolf. <laughs> <laughs> For years, people have been saying YOLO. Now, for the very first time, you'll be saying YOLF. You only live forever. Thanks to our prison system and the ninjas and shogans of the world, we now have access to the Fountain of Youth. Or as others may say, the Elixir of Life. Or the Philosopher's Stone. Any which way, it all works the same. Just rub this stuff on your belly button two times a week, and you'll be saying you'll... (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been like, damn, I wish I could be good at guitar, but that skill takes forever to learn. Now, that's not a bad thing. Take your time. With Yolf. Are you upset that your ex from high school is still hot and you're starting to look a little shitty? Watch her grow old. Yolf. Do you want to slowly gain property over years and years and have a dynasty of your own that you don't have to share with generations of family because you're immortal? Yolf. Grandpa, when are we getting the house? <laughs> YOLO, but I YOLF. <laughs> Damn you, Grandpa. <laughs> Do you want to see the landscapes around you change over time? Building, being destroyed, civilizations coming and going? YOLF. Do you want to see space travel? Us travel to Mars, meet new alien species, and discover light travel too bad the human race is too toxic for that to ever be a thing so are you ready to outlive the human race ready to experience the heat death of the universe you only live forever don't take our word for it listen to these testimonies hello i am dracula it turns out i only sell the blood i do not need it I take Yolf. I look this sexy because of Yolf. I know the name and the accent may confuse people. (laughs) Hey, I'm Paul Rudd, 
And you ever see me in 40-year-old virgin, and now in the new Ant-Man movie? I look the same, don't I? I'm Yelfin every day. Every day, all day. Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I, I can stand by this product just like my motorcycles and my can-do attitude. Make sure to check out John Wick 4 in, in, in theaters. And stick with me for 2,000 years when we hit John Wick 69. Nice. And that's that's when the re- this series will really take off. It might be after the heat death of the universe, but whatever. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Angel. Oh, I've been oh, uh, doing my shtick for a long time, and uh, I think it's now time that I'm comfortable coming to uh, the presses about uh, Yolf. Um my, my stunts are really uh, propelled by Yolf, and I, I couldn't be happier <laughs> that uh, they've given me the chance to uh, free people's minds. You know, it's uh, it's a product that I uh, I love, and I will never share with uh, any loved ones in my life. So get Yolf today for only the price of your firstborn son's blood. <laughs> and we don't want a drip. We want the whole thing. <laughs> or if you want, you can pay in nine installments of a little bit of your son's blood. <laughs> <laughs> and if your kid is B positive blood, we don't want none of that. Don't worry though. Give us their teeth. Don't ask questions. You give us your son, we do what we're gonna do. You get Yolf. Yolf, it's the right choice for you and no one else. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your day, mama. Your day, mama. Give me your day, mama, so the night never ends. Give me your day, mama. Your day, mama. The heat death of the universe is soon. <laughs> you like that one, eh? <laughs> It's wild to me that the price is blood and that you had mentioned belly button. Let's go. Back to our main man. One night while <laughs> Raccoon Dog is on guard, he escapes and okay, goes okay. looking for the elixir on his own. What's up? I really need a recap. I'm completely lost. And I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Can I give a recap? Yes. Uh, go to ahead. the best of my abilities? Yeah, sure. So there's a bunch of criminals in feudal Japan, and they were pit against each other in a pit, and the ones who survived were sent to this island to steal mm-hmm. the elixir of life. And each got a ninja. Each one of them got a samurai to stick by their side to watch them to make sure that they were following the rules of this death island. Otherwise, they're bad boys, and that's not Half good. Half of them didn't. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot of them didn't. They killed each other off a lot of the times. Uh, there's one group of guys who's some brothers, and they discovered that there were these godlike shape-shifting aliens here. Oh, were they aliens? I don't know. After I they were so. having sex. Yeah. Hey, after they were having sex, and then they threw them into some flowers, and that guy is like, he's presumed gone. to be gone. Yeah. All right. Now, the other group, we have our main guy. Uh, his name was something Mario, I think. I can't remember. Uh, Gabby. Abby. Gabby Mario, like right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's with this chick who's really lazy, I think. They have a couple ninjas with them, uh, and they discovered a village where a tree man told them all this stuff about these gods in the world, Okay, you know? Yeah. Uh, at the same time, a group that was a blind guy, his student, and a little girl who wanted to marry the student, uh, they went to try to see if they could get off the island, but there's a magical barrier that's causing all the ships to crash. Mm-hmm. True and when they came back to shore, there was another one of those god things there waiting. Uh-oh, not good. And mm-hmm. they ended up killing that student. And I forget the exact last things that happened in this moment, but I feel like that sums okay. it up. Yeah, that's literally so the end. Blind man and girl are somewhere else, and our big old group, main boy... Lazy Ninja, 
raccoon dog, and <laughs> let's say two two more ninjas. Uh, they're uh, all together. Two more sa- well, raccoon dog is a samurai, and the okay. main samurai that's with uh, uh our main guy. Right, she's yeah. the the is she a chick? Yeah, she's a chick, yeah, and then okay. there's a ninja who's also a chick with them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I am fully on board. It's just because there's a couple like groups that we're yeah, following. It's making it's, it harder to follow along I, a little I compl- bit. I completely yeah. understand. I I'm a little scatterbrained. I just got fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're they're currently the the major group of them is in the uh, the village where they're staying with the Groot and the little girl. Yeah. Our main guy decides, fuck this. I'm just going to go and find it. Like, I don't need all these people. I got this on my own. He finds a vast landscape littered with peculiar looking uh, trees. He hears chanting from everywhere around him and realizes all the trees are those group things. They seem like a more advanced version of like their state of treeness, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they're el- elderly trees. They're elder yeah. trees. Nice. As he's. Seeing this, he sees these massive gates in the distance and starts running towards them, but a Tenson gets in the way. No. The one who had killed Bandana Boy, so we're angry at this <gasps> one. The same one? This yeah. guy sucks. Yeah. I hate this Tenson. And then you can see around that Tenson's neck is a blue bandana. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he's a crip. He's a crip. <laughs> <laughs> he was just doing his job, bro. Right? There was gang wars the whole time, man. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. This explains everything. <laughs> The two of them quickly go into combat. He quickly realizes that he is a Tenson uh, and breaks its neck twice, sets it on fire, and runs off thinking it's dead. Uh, he walks closer to the mass- massive looming doors, and the thing gets up and starts fighting like nothing happened. The Tenson mentions that he hasn't seen anyone with his power in centuries. They can talk? Oh, yeah. These things talk. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're completely okay. sentient. They they sound creepy in the way that they just come back together. Yeah, they're it's very off putting. But our main boy, he also can't really get injured though, right? Like he seems immune to injury. He, he's very strong physically. He's a brick. Wall. He's a brick house. Mighty mighty. Tencent is fighting, and he's like, "You must have taken your <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about it. No, he's after you, Zach. This is the whole point of this. Yeah. Right, they're uh, looking for the thumb. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. sorry. Come on. Sorry, sorry. Come on. Uh, our main dude does this weird kick where his foot starts to glow and he actually seems to hurt it. Uh, he does a glowing foot kick? He does a glowing Where does he get kick. glowing foot kick magic? That's, we'll get there. Oh, shoot. <laughs> the tense in its fighting is now getting pretty pissed off and then sets both his hands glowing and shoots out freaking these energy Badukans. volleys at him and gets the guy to like fling 200 feet back. The two of them are going blow for blow in a wild fashion. It's just like... Oh, they're just and snorting shot. lines off the table, going blow for blow. <laughs> <laughs> we should build a porch. <laughs> he ends up getting the advantage on it and just punches the head of this thing until it's all brains all over the ground. Does that actually kill it, finally? Well, mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I'll get there. How do you kill these things? <laughs> As it's laying on the ground, the thing starts turning into like a Neo type monster, all like fucked up and like flower based, but all body parts like twist within it in weird angles and stuff. Oh, it's like mm. it's it's going super sane, but in a monster way. Yeah. My second form. Yeah. He just took down the first 
uh, health bar of this boss. Exactly. And it's, and it's changed into its second form. Yeah. He, he starts fighting it and he can't keep up with it. The thing slowly killing him, destroying his body, his instincts to, to kill the things all is the only thing keeping him alive. And it's about to kill him when the little pink haired girl jumps on him and a big orb goes around them and they get flung off this cliff. Did the creature fall off the cliff with them? No. She, the oh. pink the pink girl went over to Gabimaru, hugged him. A big orb goes around them. Oh, like a and then the monster balloon? flung them off the, the cliffside. Oh, okay. Why does the monster just jump off the cliff? Cliff? They're, they're goners down yeah. the cliff. Oh, they're one weakness. Heights. <laughs> <laughs> Sheer falls. <laughs> hey, man, I don't know. I didn't write this show. Uh, the main samurai girl, the ninja girl, and the raccoon dog man all head out to look for the two of them. Groot tells them that there are seven Tensin in total, and they're pow- powerful hermits. Uh, history has it that they all used to be one hermit who mastered his skills enough to split himself into seven parts. And now they have sex with themselves? <laughs> right? I forgot about so, that at the beginning. So... <laughs> This comes up in a little bit, but uh, apparently the way their powers work is like yin yang type situation, and them fucking helps them keep their powers. The yin and yang, yeah, sure, buddy, <laughs> right? Hey, girl, want to balance my yin to your yang, <laughs> uh, or I can yin to your yang? We can switch it up. Yeah. He says this is all speculation, though, because he heard it as a child. The ninja girl makes a joke about him being a leaf as a child, and that's when the bomb gets dropped that Groose used to be a human just like them. <gasps> he turned oh, into a tree man? Yeah. They had longer lifespans that, than most people, but when they age, their bodies slowly turn into trees. That's pretty cool. Whoa. Wait, so th- these people in the village have just been living here with these weird hermit monk things, and they, they don't get attacked? There is no one left in the village other than the oh, okay. tree and the girl. And the pink-haired girl? Yeah. So she somehow managed to survive for a while? Mm, That's pretty yeah. cool. She's got bubble powers. Yeah, those bubble powers come in handy. Main boy's on the beach <laughs> and, uh, next to the pink-haired girl. He's trying to piece everything together when they get stopped by the Ronin who cut off his hand earlier and the, the blonde-haired kid with him. They both size each other up pretty quick and decide not to fight. After he tells them the entirety of the situation, they instantly are on board to help with the Ronin being excited for a good fight. He wants to be remembered for greatness. He wants to be immortal. Go down, go down in flames, k- killing a god. Yeah, yeah, he wants to be immortal in story, doesn't care about being immortal in... He wouldn't, take he wouldn't take Yolf. He wouldn't take Yolf. No, no, this guy doesn't want it. Too much honor. <laughs> so Gabimaru now having these two to help looks over at the girl who isn't a little girl anymore. Whoa, she, she shifted. She's now like probably like sixteen, seventeen. She took the opposite of Yolf. <laughs> she's aging too fast. She's aging too fast. Gabimaru says, whoa, you got bigger. And the Ronin <laughs> looks at him and says, I'm not an expert, but I believe that's called puberty. Uh, the group then get accosted by more monsters. They work together before two newcomers show up, one with a butterfly-looking head and the other with a weird other insect-looking head. It's kind of Are a- these the monsters or the people helping them? So these are entities that we haven't seen yet. They're kind of in between. They work underneath the Tensin, but they're more advanced than, like, the weird monsters on the island. Okay. They're not, like, these creepy little eye-arm dudes? No. But they're, like, mm. they're like a little smarter. They're, like, they're, they're, uh, they're sergeants? They're much whatever. more humanoid, yeah. Like, 
Okay. I, I think if I, I believe they are the monks on the island that are learning underneath the Tencent. Can Butterfly Head Guy fly? Like he's... He does, can... but... We'll... <gasps> Sorry, just make it sure. <laughs> <laughs> they tell them they, they need to grab the girl to help strengthen them. Oh, to help strengthen the monks? Yeah. So the Tencent have the monks use this girl... In the same way that they gain strength, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, they have sex with each other. Not with each um, other. Is that why they aged the girl up? I don't know. It's ma- okay. it's a magical island that doesn't exist in real life. They don't explain it other than she's older now. <laughs> I need rules. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes well, okay, sense okay. rules. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, Zach, she's a Tencent. So her body aging, that doesn't really need rules. She's a godlike entity. Yeah, she could just be morphing her body to look older all of a sudden. Right. So that the sex scene's more appropriate in the future. There isn't one of those, thank God, again. Oh, they didn't show it? Yeah, because it seems like it's a forceful thing, and I don't want to highlight that too bad. Yeah. Especially when it comes to children, absolutely. Yeah. And children, girls who seem to be very helpful and sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. How did they get a hold of her to do this? Or did, was it just revealed that they have done this in the past? They have done this in the past. That's why she's living with the group entity. In she's the trying town. to hide from She's them. trying to hide from them. Yeah. It's pretty dark, man. <laughs> it is pretty dark. So the, Ron- the Ronin guy and Gabimaru are not having any of this and are quite un- understandably upset. They start fighting together, trying to kill these things. Both entities start summoning butterflies and insects and that are trying to kill them because any bite could basically kill them. Oh, right. Oh. The weird face butterflies. I yeah. forgot about those. Yeah. He, uh, the butterfly guy, in fact, summons so many that he makes wings for himself to use to fly. So it's like a butterfly bunch of butterflies. wings out of butterflies. Yeah. Butterflyception, bro. <laughs> this guy is very much not lactose intolerant. Yeah. So much oh, freaking oh, butter, bro. <laughs> thanks, brother. <laughs> um, During the fight, the girl's trying to explain something to them that they just don't understand. And she's like, weak is strong. Weak is strong. She basically gets through to Gabimaru that there's strength and weakness and weakness and strength. Like, you don't always have to be the most intense person. You can actually be soft at times, too, which is a lesson he's very much learned from his wife, but is slowly kind of forgetting and remembering throughout the entire experience. But is this something she's telling him to, like, enact right now during this fight? Yeah. Like, be weak. It's their weakness. No, just, like, relax. Chill out, man. Just have a beer. Sit down. (laughs) As he's taking this in, he's starting to notice more forces of nature and like noticing powers and energies and stuff and ends up becoming one with the Tao is what they call on the show, which is like the super energy or whatever. The force? Yeah. Basically, Mm. yeah. And then ends up just straight up mucking these two and all their bugs. And the Ronin comes in, does an ending blow, too, because he wants to be a part of it. Oh, nice. He takes one last big snort of the coke on the table, does his <laughs> ending blow. <laughs> when are we going to start a band, man? <laughs> we catch up once again with the blind master and the girl who wants to be taught how to fight now. Uh, she keeps on refusing, but she gets Timbits uh, of knowledge out of her. <laughs> I thought you were just like dropping a Tim Hortons dealership in this. Like, come on, I got Timbits. Come I on, Timbits, buddy. <laughs> you want to train with me, don't you? <laughs> I got this Timbits. chocolate and birthday cake in here. Uh, <laughs> Your favorite. 
Sour cream glazed. Oh, yeah, those are the best Timbits. One second, I need to put something in chat. Okay. Oh, no. (laughs) Brody wrote, we catch up once again with the blind master and the girl who wants to be taught how to fight, which he keeps refusing, but she gets Timbits. And then in parentheses, he says, wait for Caleb to say that's not right. (laughs) Nice. He put in a bait for me, bro. (laughs) Well, I called out the pause, because if you just kept going, I'm, I would have left it go. Yeah. Tidbits and tidbits are fucking the same thing. I know. Uh, <laughs> she finds out how he sees about his eyes, and he tells her about the energy of life. He basically knows how to use the same energy that everyone else is using, it seems. He slowly seems to embrace his role as a teacher again. Uh, we get a flash to the pit that the two brothers were thrown into, Bakugo. and we see a hand grasping over the edge with a... <gasps> next to unconscious younger brother on his back and he pulls out and they're finally outside of the pit he had to like break arms on the way down because in this pit it's just full of bodies and like flowers coming out of the bodies and stuff because guess what the way they make the elixir of life is decomposing humans oh metal so like the whole uh blood thing being the oh the yeah price, yeah that was pretty spot on. Yeah. I'm picturing this pit like the, the one in Labyrinth when she falls down and there's all those hands grabbing her. You ever see that? Is that yeah. kind of what it's, it's like? It's like that except they're that? It's flowery and decomposing bodies. Lovely. Oh, so my orchid coming over an or- orifice. That was right. <laughs> well, kind of. It's just hands, I think, here, though, isn't it? Or is it full bodies reaching Petunias out? poking out of penises. There you go. Violets poking out of moving on. Lilies <laughs> coming out of lips. There yeah. we go. That's nicer. <laughs> but which lips is he referring to? Um, uh, once I don't I, they run into a similar being to the, the two bugs that they saw earlier with the other group. Which bug, which bug is this guy? Well, he's just like a mud-looking face. Oh. He tells him to please go back in the hole because he needs to become some of the, <laughs> the Tau for the elixir of life. Please, well, hey, please, hey, please, go back in that hole. Come just on. Go back, please. Just go back in the hole, please. I'm asking you so nicely. Please go back in the hole. He's obviously not down for it. Um, yeah, so the creature he didn't say please enough. The creature just starts beating him, but slowly Bakugo starts to notice energy coming from it. His eating of the monster corpses has enabled him to have the use of some of the Tao powers. Tattoos start growing on his neck and in some of his limbs, and he's just going apeshit on this entity with his bare hands, realizing new powers. Because he, he ate some of the magic on this land? He ate some of the bodies on the land, yeah. That's disgusting. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> it came in handy, I guess. Yeah. He's hungry. <laughs> yeah, he's hungry. They didn't give them enough it's a little food. snackish. A little snack. The group with the Groot character finally makes it to the massive gates surrounding the middle of the island and open them up. As soon as they walk in, Groot's head falls to the ground and standing in front of them is a pinkish-haired Tenson. They all quickly go into battle mode and the Tenson tells them that any humans on this island are just test subjects to experiment on. And he says uh, this as a bunch of almost zombie-looking creatures with a bunch of like piercings and stuff all through their bodies start showing up. And the ninja girl quickly cuts off his head uh, and says, you know, that's taken care of. Let's start going. Uh, Hats off to you. (laughs) (laughs) He surprisingly gets back up and she quickly gets away. Uh, He realizes she has some Tao powers within her. And she's like, in my village, we call it key. 
Uh, I've heard uh, of that word. This interests him, and he even offers to teach her. That's when Raccoon Man stands up and decides enough is enough, and he cuts off his fucking hands and his legs. Raccoon Man's not having none of it. Uh, Ninja Girl then uses her sweat saliva skills, which she's (laughs) used. She, like, secretes, like, ooze gel from her skin and can use it as, like, webbing, basically. It's a ninjutsu that she uses. The three go at him working hard. Uh, They think they got him. Uh, and then his head and torso just float up in the sky. And he's like, yo, bitches, I can fly. This is child's play. He then turns into a girl and then uses magic orbs to rain down chaos above them. So this is the Tencent doing all yeah. this stuff? So oh, much yeah. he, He's a god. He's got so much powers, right? Like, he's just showing off. During this fight, they realize the main samurai girl's Tao energy seems to affect the Tencent more than others. They also realize that its weak points is in the navel. Oh, belly button. Yeah. With this knowledge, Ninja Girl, Spider-Man's him as Raccoon Dog Boy, grabs him (laughs) from behind, and the main samurai girl runs up and slices his torso fucking deep. It falls to the ground, dead, turning into flowers. They figured out how to kill it? The group has some time to reflect on their situation, and they seem to be feeling better about it all. Yeah. When they notice a f- the flower seems to be growing in size. Uh-oh. And then out of nowhere, one of the flowers perks up and shoots out a thorn at Raccoon Dog Man. He instantly no. starts sprouting flowers all over his head. Oh, God. As the mound of flowers turns into another neotype beast, vines and flowers sprouting from every which angle. When whip, whap, cling, clang, flume, boom, <laughs> the heads of the flowers <laughs> fall to the ground. And standing in front of the two girls is the blind samurai master. And he's fucking pissed! (laughs) Nice. They're all together now, huh? Yep. But Raccoon Dog died? Uh, Yeah, he's dying on the ground right now. That's sad. So the blind master, using his understanding of Tao uh, to easily see everything, single-handedly starts taking on this thing. The now three girls watching in awe see that this uh, that his Tao is actually capable of hurting the enemy. He takes a few scratches along the way, not thinking anything of it, when they start to bloom all over his body. But he, like, cuts deep into himself, pulling out <laughs> fucking roots, not letting them actually take root within his body. The girl that came with the blind man gives the girls hugs, and their energy seems to brighten up. For some reason, they quickly drop in this fact that she helps increase people's vitality. I don't know. She's just a nice person to be around, Brody. Yeah. And that really makes you feel better about yourself and everything, you know? That's true. When you have a positive light in your world, it changes everything. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. They both appear, both the girls appear beside the blinded master now. They're all bandaged up and gooey. So the ninja girl... (laughs) was too lazy to actually fight, so she just gooed them up real good. And the goo is apparently supposed to help uh, not get actually stung by the flowers and have cuts all over their bodies. Oh, it's goo protection. Yeah. I love it. They all start going hog wild on this thing, and the blind master (laughs) finally has a chance to finish this thing. The body of the monster has two intertwining torsos with a flower bud right in the middle. He stands atop it. The thought of his dead pupil in his mind and ends it. That was deep. 
So it kills the second phase of this boss? He kills the second phase and the thing actually fucking dies. For once. And there's seven of these things, though? Yeah, there's seven of these things, at least. That's not good. I'm still not entirely sure about that girl. She definitely has tents and powers, but we've also seen seven of them hanging out, so I don't know what her deal is the Maybe she's the mother, and that's where they all came from. Maybe. Baden switch because she's the youngest. Well, she's young because they keep sex and her energy out, and it makes her young again. I hate that. Okay. The, I, <laughs> it's I'm, the show. It's I not me. I bro. know. I, I hate it. <laughs> Give me that energy. The group travel deeper into this area and find an abandoned building to make camp, trying to heal and rest. Gabimaru wakes up in a cave with the Ronin, the Ronin samurai, and the little girl, not remembering a single thing. Oh, uh, it's a groundhog. No, wait, no, sorry. It's not, <laughs> it's not a groundhog no, day. Enough of groundhog I day. got so excited for a groundhog day. No, he's just got... Uh, memory loss? He lost his memory. It's yeah. 50's first dates. It's 50 first dates, but it's 51st hell dimension. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so the weird cliffhanger they left this on for the season two is not something, some big revelation about these monsters. It's this, the main character just doesn't have his memory anymore. Um, I, yeah, like we find out a lot about the monsters throughout the season, right? Like we know right. where they come from, their kind of deal. And now we know but, how to kill one of them. Yeah. Right. So we could do that again. Yeah. We could do it. And then Gabi Maru, the guy it. who's been slowly becoming a nicer, better person, uh, is back to his old ways. Oh, he's going to be a killing machine again. Yeah, it seems that way. He'll have to learn to be nice all over again. But maybe we need the killing machine on this island. <gasps> maybe we'll okay. use him. It's Jason Bourne. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, Ugh. is there a season two of this show? Or is it just one season out uh, Just so one so far. I'm pretty sure the second season's coming out sometime this year. Oh. Brody, were you happy with the recommendation that this coworker gave you? Or are you enthused? Yeah, it was a fucking sick show. It's just... Hard to get all the information out without feeling like I'm drowning mm. you guys in it. I don't feel drowned. I'm I'm treading water, and it's I'm still got lots of vitality. Oh, I got a bit of water in my lungs, but I'm I'm alive. He's coughing <laughs> it out a little bit, so yeah. Once he gets him on shore, I'll give him mouth to mouth. <laughs> You've done far worse this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give us some life jackets and take us to the outro, then, Caleb? I will. Thank you guys all for listening. And here's your life jacket. Put it on one sleeve at a time. Yours first, then children. You can't protect the children if you don't have your own life jacket on. Just like you know. that mistake on Titanic, and only the children survived. <laughs> Lame, <laughs> right? <laughs> Lame. <laughs> okay, yeah. But uh, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, remember to spread us around like the virus that we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, send us to all your friends and all of your family and everyone who ever listened to a podcast. Be like, hey, I got a good podcast for you guys. Yeah. The only way we get out there is through word of mouth. We're very bad at social media, so we need your help. And he's being kind <laughs> by him saying we're very bad at social media. What he really means is I'm the only one who works on social media. Oh, yeah, but I'm terrible at it. <laughs> uh, better than me and Zach at it. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Uh, your little soundbite bit's really nice. Yeah, they're nice. Uh, so, yeah, you can find those sound bits. Hey, nice, nice segue, boys. <laughs> 
You can find those sound bits. I put out little clips from our show. We get little teasers for next week's episode, stuff like that, on Instagram at Anime Not Be For Everyone. Go follow us there. Leave us a comment on any of our posts. We love some interaction. Maybe we'll start like mm-hmm. chatting back with people, getting ideas for things in the future. Sorry, we're also on YouTube as well. We have some yep. of those there. Um, when are we going to, like, we have the perfect format for TikTok. When are we going to make a TikTok account there, Caleb? I can make a TikTok account. I f- I'll get into it because I, f- I know the kid, the kids these days, yeah. they love to TikTok, yeah. but I've never used the TikTok. I feel like it has the way to actually get stuff out there a lot easier than Brody. I'm really afraid that if I look at too long at a couple videos with butts in it, that that's all my TikTok will become is just butts. Do you have a TikTok? I don't have a TikTok and I've been terrified that I'll have a TikTok that'll turn into just butts. Well, stop looking at the butts. (laughs) Problem with me is like, if it's a butt, I can't skip. Then I don't see what the problem is. It seems like you like those videos. If my wife looks over my shoulder and she sees only butts on my TikTok, she's not going to be happy. Okay. Sign up for it. Upload. Never watch anything. Go back to YouTube shorts. You'll be okay. Right, right. Okay. And send us around to your friends and family. I already said this, but we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh the other ones that i don't remember your dad's alexa yeah your dad can ask for us on alexa and your brother's xbox oh yeah big thank you to good kid for uh always letting us use their wonderful wonderful music yeah go check them out they make awesome tunes and uh they're touring all over the place now so maybe they're touring near you buy a ticket support them get some merch do your thing i love it I love good kids. Thank you, good kid. I love you, good kid. The best of kids. I will make it to a Beyblade concert soon. I promise. Just a Beyblade concert. <laughs> what is that? that they play Beyblade on the stage. Whoa, dude! <laughs> and they try to finish a song before their Beyblades fall. I said I don't like him, but I'm not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we doing next episode? Does anybody know what they're going to be doing? I guess it's me. Am I allowed to do Invincible? I feel like that's anime adjacent. Um, okay. I'm sorry, Is Rick Zach. and Morty an anime? No, these <laughs> are American cartoons, dude. <laughs> is is American is American Dad anime? I, I mean, no, <laughs> tell, no, tell, the tell me it's not. Tell me it's not. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, Zach might do an anime next week, and we'll figure that out in the time off that we have. <laughs> Uh, you just you just said the time off thing. Is it going to be as long of a wait in between episodes for our listeners? Absolutely, maybe not. Probably not. Absolutely, maybe not. <laughs> that that's positivity. All right. Life gets in the way, you know, guys. So you know it happens, and we're just doing this thing because we love to do this thing, and it makes a fun product in the end. We've almost got like 75 hours of this product out right now so that's pretty crazy Jesus. To, to listen through our whole show it would probably take you over like four days so that's a good uh that's a good measure of great content <laughs> a lot of it you yeah know? and like there's a, at least a day's worth of good content within that so exactly I so you sift through the garbage and get the gold all right so <laughs> thank you guys all for listening and remember Anime not, not be, not be for everyone. For everyone. good.
Nobody had any energy in that <laughs> outro. <laughs> Caleb, do you want to know? Do you want to know the honest thing about it? I feel like What's I've been that? farting straight for the last two minutes, and I'm worried that it's been able to be heard on audio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna edit that in, and I'm I'm gonna amplify it. If my audio is okay with a fucking lawnmower outside. Like <laughs> We'll but get rid of your farts. I think that's the thing. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't. Just, just trust in the process. Okay? <laughs> trust in the process. <laughs> and we all know Brody's butt cheeks sound like a lawnmower. Those ass cheeks just flopping away. <laughs>